When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Moving my head? Yeah. I'm laying it off? Love that too. I'm pronating? When you're not supinating. I'm clearing too early. I'm clearing too late. My God, my swing feels like an unfolding lawn chair. I look like a fool. What the hell do you think you look like shooting them chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass? Well, we're waiting. All right, golf fans, welcome back. Happy Monday, everyone. It is time for the two-man scramble. Last week, we had a great guest in Ken Keller, who's currently wrapping up uh, stage two of qualifying school. Didn't didn't go as planned, but still, he's doing that. And I have a new guest on, and this is someone that I've followed on Instagram for a long time. I think we follow each other, actually. Yep. And lo and behold, um, He's a Steeler fan. That's kind of what caught my attention. Started communicating with him. We'll talk about the Steelers a little bit later. But Kane Dano, what's up, Kane? How are you? Great, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to talk to you, man. And I've I've watched your content for a long time. I've liked your content. I think it's awesome. And I was like, hey, let's have you on the show. And let's, I want to pick your brain a little bit, so to speak. So right. welcome to the Fairways and Dreams podcast. And let's start out with the way we should. And that's it. You're a father, right? Let's let's hear a little bit a little bit of background about you and your family. Yeah, I got uh, one daughter. Um, we live here in uh, Western Pennsylvania. She's 11 years old. Uh, been married now for um, almost 17 years, okay. and uh, been teaching for 17 years and uh, uh, coaching for 16. Now, how old are you? I'm 46. 46. Very good. I'll be, so- I'll, I'll, I'll be 47 next week. Oh, well, happy early birthday then. Oh, there. Yeah, you. happy birthday. So your daughter said is 11 years old, correct? Yeah, yep. Okay, I've, I've got five and I've got, there's always ones around that age. Uh, so does your daughter golf? Uh, I get her out there every once in a while. Yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a little bit of a struggle. It's like pulling teeth a little bit, but um, she she gets out there. I like her just to enjoy the game a little bit. I don't try to make her like, uh, you know, go out there and play in tournaments or anything just yet. But I, I hope she takes up the game at some point. Yeah, I mean, for sure. It is fun. And I think that your approach is good. I've talked about this on my podcast before. Where I don't think that with kids, you can really force feed things like that. Like they have to want to do it. And I think I think your, your approach is is definitely warranted. I did it with my my kids. They seem to come to the game on their own. I didn't force feed them into golf or anything like that. But nonetheless, um, yeah, it's it's exciting 
has there been a moment with your daughter on the golf course that you remember that you always maybe remember? Maybe it was the first time, maybe it was the first big putt that she made. Anything like that ever happen? Yeah, you know what? Um, I used to work at a local golf course here during the summer. And uh, so we'd go out there in the evenings and stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, there was this par three where um, I dropped a couple balls about, um, I don't know, 25 yards off the green. And I, I, I want to kick myself for not having the camera out, but she chipped it in from like about 25 yards off. Uh. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, I, and at that point I had not chipped in like a ball all summer long. And I was like, you just chipped in and did something I haven't done all year. And then she did it again, like two weeks later from this impossible lie. Like I wasn't even watching. She hit the ball in the hole, like from like this weird lie up on a hill. And uh, so that was pretty cool. Like to watch that happen. But it, that wasn't enough to hook her that like, see, she's it still was. kind of like, uh... <laughs> she's like, she's not very competitive. Like she just wants to like, you know, uh, it's cool. She's a cool kid and um, yeah. I'm not going to force anything on her. And uh, I, like I said, I just hope she, she takes up the game for fun at some point and I can go out and take her out there and maybe play in a, in a uh, parent um, yeah. kid kind of tournament someday for sure for sure I, I know that one like for instance my oldest two kids 15 and will be 13 in january they are like the ride or die crew in terms of like they will play no matter what it yeah. doesn't matter what conditions hot cold whatever if i'm golfing and i i'm taking kids they want to yeah. go my third daughter she's like a fair weather golfer like in the summer it's too hot <laughs> and then in the winter it's too cold and I said, what the heck? Like, what, what do you, what do we, what are you like an orchid? You know, it has to have the perfect temperature all the time. Yeah. Just... <laughs> right. <laughs> not, and not around this part. You're not going to get that either. Not, not very long. Not very no. long. <laughs> no, that sounds like about 90% of the girls on my golf team too. So, uh, that they're kind of like fair weather players as well. Well, let's transition to that. You are a teacher and you said that you teach accounting. Is so it you're a high school teacher? And have you always taught that subject, or did yep. you go to accounting? You've always taught accounting. No, I, well, I um I, I went to uh, I worked at U.S. Steel for a couple of years. I was an internal auditor there, and uh, my wife's a teacher. And okay. um, I don't know. I was just driving downtown every day. That was just wearing on me. And uh, so I, I I thought to myself, you know, one of my favorite jobs when I was younger was working at a day camp. YMCA day camp. So I, I went back for teaching and uh, worked at now at Franklin Regional for like 17 years. That's fantastic. You know, I, I taught for 16 years. I was a PE teacher in middle school. Yeah. And now, now this is my full-time job, but still, uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not for everyone. I'll tell you that, but I do know <laughs> I coached uh, lacrosse, men's lacrosse for 13 years. And so I'm very familiar with the high schoolers and, and that type of stuff. So you, you've coached golf for a long time. I, I would love to know because I, I played in high school. Now my high school was definitely not the norm. I uh, went to a private school. Things were done a little bit different that way, but would you say like when your golf team, how many kids typically try out for your team every single year? Uh, we will get anywhere from about 10 to 20 kids, 10 wow. to 20 girls. Yeah. And, and I keep everybody. I don't cut anybody because I've seen it so many times where I get a ninth grade girl and she's never played before. And normally, she, typically, she would be cut on a normal team. And she becomes like a contributor, you know, when she's a junior yeah. or senior. So I, I've seen it enough times where I'm just like, I'm not going to cut anybody. So, yeah, uh, we got a pretty good program. And uh, like I said, 10 to 20 girls normally. 
So do you have, is it just girls golf or is it co-ed? Cause where I grew no. up, it was, it's yeah. just girls. Yeah. It's just girls. We have a just girls team. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. So you have that yeah. many girls that are interested in the game. Like, so how yeah. many, of, how many of the girls that come out, are there any, I'm sure there are some that have are like, Hey, I want to play, but I've never played this game before. Do you have a lot of that? Or do you have kids that typically have experience in the game? No, uh, I get a few of those every year where I get yeah. a girl coming out just for first time. I mean, it's the first time she's ever picked up sticks. And, and uh, so I have an assistant coach and she kind of takes those kids and she works with those kids. And I kind of work with the varsity players and uh, you know, she does a real good job developing those girls. So would you all take a bus? Like this is going to sound really <laughs> silly. It all, it all makes sense. When you have a, when you have a match and let's say it's at another school's home course, uh, do you all get on a, a school bus? Like how does your school handle that? You know, uh, we used to get on a school bus and, uh, my back would hurt so bad after those school bus rides <laughs> that I told the AD that if I can't rent a car or rent a vehicle that I'm going to quit as a coach because my back was just terrible. Yeah. And so I am allowed now to rent. He allows me to rent a vehicle. He's a great AD. Uh, and he allows me to rent a uh, vehicle from enterprise. And, um, I take that to the, to the matches because we only so, take five girls. Okay. So yeah. it, you can fit, you can fit, uh, five girls and me and uh, all the clubs in the back. And, uh, yeah, we get in there and I just drive them and I'm like the, the dad drive dad slash coach driving these five <laughs> girls around. Now you want to hear something crazy. So if your girls are ever complaining, you say, Hey, I was on this podcast with the guy. So I graduated high school in 2001 from Wheeling Central Catholic High School back in Wheeling, West Virginia. Shout out to the Maroon Knights. Really good golf program. And so you would be numbered based on how successful you were on the team. So we had our number one golfer, mm -hmm. number two, all the way down. We took six typically to most matches, and the six would just play nine after everyone else went out. So needless to say, our coach, Mickey Duffy, and he's still hanging around there somewhere in Wheeling. I know he is. He had one of those vans like you just mentioned. But I kid you not. There were only seats for three people. You had <laughs> the person riding shotgun who was the number three golfer. The one and two got the bench seat. Everyone else had to sit in the way back with the golf clubs and on a spare tire. I mean, <laughs> you, you're an educator, man. Could you imagine yeah. that happening in today's day? <laughs> That's not going to fly in today's world. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting fired right when I come back to the, to the school. If that happens ever. <laughs> we would go down to states. We'd go to state tournaments. And like my, my senior year state tournament was in Morgantown, West Virginia. And we were driving almost an hour and a half. And some people were not talking about seatbelts. Shoot. We're not even on a seat. Screw <laughs> a seatbelt. We don't have a seat. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, no, we, we, we rent one with seatbelts. Yeah. <laughs> so next time your girls complain and say, Hey, there's a guy I know that he even even have a seat. And so when I was a freshman, I was sitting back in the golf clubs the entire yeah, time. That's, that's went. wild. That's yeah. Wild. That sucked. Yeah. So, but as a coach, how, how comfortable are you giving swing advice? Because that is something that to me is very delicate. Like some people are comfortable and then there's the whole swing your own swing, uh, phenomenon that's out there, which I'm a big supporter of. How are you in terms of comfort, like being comfortable giving swing advice to your team? Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, Jeff. Like I'm a big swing your swing guy, like, uh, you know, whatever swing you got. Um, and especially in season. Uh, I don't mess with that. I don't tinker with their swing too often. A lot of them go to coaches, like swing coaches that yeah. are trained professionals, 
that watch their swings. And, and that's not me. I'm an accounting teacher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I work a lot like with uh, game management. The, the management part is uh, they lack pretty, uh, they, they're not very good with game management. Let's just put it, put it nicely that we'll say it like that. Um, so I help them out with that game management, um, how to hit like a, a punch shot, um, like where to aim the shot, like where to be safe with the shot. Um, you know, just things to think about when they're out there on the golf course, rather than trying to tinker with their swings, because I, I don't feel like I'm that comfortable tinkering with swings. I'm always amazed that people who can just like look at a swing and be like, you know what, this is what you're doing. And, yeah. and that's not, I can't do that. Um, and so, yeah, I take the position of swing your own swing and uh, let, let's try to manage your game and get around this course in as little strokes as possible. You know, I think that's a good approach uh, as, as a coach, because if I think back when I was in high school, my coach didn't know a thing. He literally was just transportation to and from yeah. the school <laughs> to the course. Like that was it. Yeah. And if we had a home match, we just got there ourselves. But if we were on the road, we had to ride in the van. And he never once even gave us any advice, which he wasn't really a golfer. He just kind of did it as a side gig to make some money on the side. That's the area that the area of my game that I wish someone would have worked with me on is, is course management. It's not trying to make the hero shot instead play it smart yep. and you'll manage the course a lot better. I feel like as a young golfer, like you're doing it the right way. I think that's a great approach. Have, do you have any crazy stories about your 16 years of coaching? Anything that's happened on a golf course that you were like, I can't believe this just happened, whether it's good or bad? Um, a really good thing here this this past year is one of my girls won like the county championship. Um, oh, nice. We, we, we won 43 matches in a row. We haven't lost in 43 section matches. Wow. Yeah, so we've done really well. Um, as far as crazy stories, um, you know, uh, Nothing like it so much on the course, but um, I think one of my most memorable, uh, you know, stories is we're, we're riding to uh, the county tournament, actually. And I always stop and get like Panera for the girls. Mm -hmm. And um, I got I got everybody bagels. And so we're passing the bagels around. The girls are passing. I'm driving down the road. And uh, the, one of these girls in the back, she gets uh, one of the big tubs from uh, – uh, Panera, the big tubs of uh, cream cheese. Yeah, and she, she like sticks her fork in there and just starts eating the cream cheese. Now that cream cheese was like for everybody, and uh, you know how cream cheese from Panera is like eight dollars. I don't know how much <laughs> it is. It's crazy. And so yeah. she ate all that cream cheese, and that's the the most mad I've ever been on on, on a golf for my golf with my golf team is like this girl eating Panera cream cheese and ruined it for everybody no one got any cream cheese <laughs> if that's the worst thing that's ever happened to you as a golf coach because literally we used to terrorize our coach it was yeah. uh it was <laughs> be <did> happy too. <laughs> okay we too. I, I i think about it all the time i just went golfing with my friends uh some high school buddies and we were just talking about how we used to terrorize our high school golf oh, yeah. coach and and how <laughs> i feel terrible about it now you know <laughs> If the worst thing that happens is that one of your girls eats $8 of cream cheese, then so be it. You know what? You're I, right. <laughs> I want to ask you some general golf questions as it pertains to the game. So you're, you're an influencer. I would call you an influencer. You have like 11,000 followers on Instagram. Um, I want to ask you, and this is something that's definitely caught my attention now, and I'm not sure if it's new to the game or it's just the fact that everyone has a camera in their pocket and their cell phones. 
what, what do you think about the state of the game of golf? And that's a very broad based question, but there are things that I see that I think are very positive. And then there's things that I see that are just downright. It, it just takes, it's kind of taken aback whether you see fighting on the golf course, mm-hmm. stuff like that, just really drunken antics, which that's not me. I, I don't know. I don't doubt that's you either as considering you're an educator and, and you're a coach and you're a leader yeah. in the, in the society. What, what do you think about the state of the game though? As you think about golf from a broad based perspective? Um, I, th- I think it's in a good place. Um, oops, I'm, I'm always amazed by the, uh, you still hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay. I thought I had said something. Um, I'm always amazed by the number of kids now, 20 year olds, uh, teenagers that are playing the game and um, like love the game. And a lot of them, I think uh, they go out there and they respect the game. They respect the course. Um, there are a few, like you said, that are yeah. going out there and doing stupid stuff. But I think it's cool. Like, I mean, like it's just since COVID, it's like all these kids just started playing golf. The golf courses are packed now. Um, I think it's in a good place. Like that, that golf courses are really doing well. And um, I think it's a positive thing. Like I said, I got 20 girls coming out for golf now. Uh, the parents are pushing them that way. Um, and aside from kids doing stupid stuff and just doing it for views on, a, on yeah. Instagram or on TikTok, um, you know, Aside from that, like, I think it's in a good place. Yeah. And most of the stuff that I see that is kind of off putting about the game, they're not young kids that are doing it. It's, yeah. it's these, it's these adults that are doing it. Yeah. You can, yeah. you know, these fights and these, this drunken debauchery on the golf course. And I'm like, man, like this, this ain't it. Like for me, that yeah. like, it's not it. Like this is not the game of golf. Uh, but and I, I agree with you. I, I, I have seen a lot of younger clientele at the golf course. Um, which is great to see because it's not a cheap sport. And I don't know about in your area in Western PA, but here in Maryland where I live, uh, it can be really pricey. I mean, you're talking about it's shooting even now. And and you're talking November, early December, some courses are still charging 50 bucks for 18 holes in a cart. That just seems astronomical, not to mention the cost of clubs. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how much golf is costing right now. Like with the prices going up, I just can't believe some of these courses are charging yeah. the prices that they charge and, and and you go there and there's courses packed and i'm just like okay i mean that, that, that's if the prices are justified then but um yeah. it, it is an expensive sport for sure hey what got you into starting instagram tiktok and starting the golf influencer type thing i'm i'm, I'm sure you didn't do it to become an influencer yet here you are and you're yeah you've got you've got the links and all that stuff that you're sharing and you're probably making a little side cash which is great that's good for you what what got you started with that yeah that's a good question um i i used to just make videos like during covid just with my daughter we'd be out back in my backyard and we just do stupid stuff and and it was on my personal page and mm-hmm. and i had a couple of like uh kids who had graduated who who followed me on instagram my personal page and and i would see them at the golf course and stuff and they said to me like you should start like a golf page and you should start a, a TikTok page or something like that and and so i did I, that's where i started and i never like you said i never got into it to like do anything with it never thinking and then you know, you get a couple videos go viral and then you got a, a thousand followers and then you got a, a couple thousand followers. And so 
it, it was all just a, a couple kids, some former students of mine who just kind of encouraged me to go that way and said like, hey, that's some pretty entertaining stuff you're putting together and you should try to do something with it. So that's that's kind of what, where it came from. Yeah, I mean, I, I started my page, which is tiny compared to yours, but uh, you know, I have over a thousand followers. I just started it so that I could share my kids golf videos like i would yeah. film them when they're out there golfing and you know they're hacking around and they want me to film them sure and i would put a little compilation up there and they could see how they progressed and how they've grown and stuff yeah and then people started to follow along and then it's turned into a golf podcast and all this stuff so now that is really cool and it's weird how it starts but you know I, I think that i like how you're really big on asking questions about the rules of the game have you found that a lot of people do or don't know the actual rules when you throw out that topic of what is the ruling on this particular situation? What's your take on, on the general public's knowledge of the rules? Uh, my take is that I don't even know the rules because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always amazed by like some of the answers and I'm like, wait a minute. And I look into it a little deeper and I'm like, wow, that is the rule. And I thought it was the <laughs> other way. And, uh, but, uh, it normally is pretty split 50, 50, but at the same time, you know, most people are like, Hey, if you're playing in a casual game, you do what yeah. you want. If you're playing in a tournament, this is how you got to play it. And, and, I, and I understand that, but I, I, obviously I'm asking what the actual rule is. Right. And, uh, but, um, yeah, I find that most people don't know the rules. Yeah. Well, it, it's <laughs> yeah. tough. I mean, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game that is insane in terms of the rules and the minutia of those rules. And, you know, I, I'm sure you probably remember when Craig Stadler got disqualified because he put a towel down to kneel underneath a tree. Yeah. And they got called on improving his lie and he yeah. signed an incorrect card like some of that stuff is just incredibly mind-numbingly stupid um I, I'll, I'll ask this question we'll, we'll wait till the rapid fire because i asked this question to ken last week and so we'll see but um i do want to ask you one last question before we get there uh you seem like a pretty fit guy how do you handle fitness in golf do you work out regularly do you do workouts that are uh typically geared towards golf or do you just like exercising on your own yeah, I just like exercising. I don't normally typically uh, try to exercise for golf. Yeah. Um, I just kind of go to the gym, you know, and, and, you know, one day do chest, one day do legs, one day do, do arms. So I uh, usually try to go uh, four or five times a week. And I usually spend just about 45 minutes there. Um, there I don't go. try to, I don't try to go too long. I hate cardio. <laughs> uh, I don't do any cardio. Uh, like the most cardio I do is um i you know walk a golf course or something like that but uh you know my brother he wanted me to do like some marathon and i'm like you're absolutely crazy like i would never <laughs> do that ever why would anyone do that yeah and, and uh so i don't do any cardio but just uh you know I lift here and there are you a hoofer like me like i love to walk the golf course i love walking the... yeah so you do yeah. most of the time okay good i don't yeah. i don't do it most of the time because my friends would never do it but, um, but you know, just today I went out right after school and, uh, played a couple of holes with one of my former, uh, kids and, uh, and, uh, we walked, you know, we walk every time we go out there and, uh, I, I mean, I love walking. I think it's like yeah. just way more peaceful. You get like more sense of you're playing the game of golf. Um, it's, it's, it's a good walk. Yeah. I told my kids, I said, I didn't ride golf carts until I was almost in college. So you're going to learn the way I did. And that's like yeah. the bag on your back. And you're going to, and you're going to walk it out and you're going to learn as you go. I feel like you learn the etiquette of the game so much better when you walk, whether yeah, I it's, I, I, okay. 
I can, while that person's hitting, I can walk on this side of the fairway and go to my ball. So you play a faster brand of golf. I also am aware of who's hitting. And so I never have my back to them. I know where to put my bag, the, where the course is set up. Every beginner, in my opinion, should learn by walking the golf course, not by riding in a golf cart, but that's just, yeah, I, I, I agree totally. And and if you talk to other kids that are like 16, 17 years old, they don't want any piece of walking anymore. It's like yeah. that isn't that isn't even in their their thought process. Like they want to go get a cart, ride around in the cart and uh, yeah. go play some golf. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coach, you ready for some rapid fire? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So best. What, what's your favorite club in the bag? That one club, no matter what that you got it, you got it in your hands. And that's that's the money club. I'd say nine iron. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. What about if you had to choose between, hey, I got to nail a 10-foot putt or I got to lace it down the, the middle of the fairway on a drive where it's a real tight fairway, which one are you leaning towards? 100% 10-foot putt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get a little sporadic with that uh, driver. <laughs> hey, me too. Me too. If you had to choose a team format, what is your favorite team format? Uh, Two-man scramble. Okay. Very good. You know, no one said shamble yet. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I grew up playing in some shambles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're no fine, but yeah. Yeah, two-man scramble, though, you just got no pressure, really. Not, I mean, you got pressure, but you don't, you just always have your guy. You always have your partner there. Yeah, I've always liked the alternating shot because we just call it screw your buddy. We don't say screw yeah. your buddy. We call it something else. <laughs> but you yeah, us. sure. Gotcha. <laughs> hey, what's your favorite major uh, tournament that's played on the PGA? Uh, 100% the Masters, and that's kind of like where i started liking golf you know 1986 masters uh when nicholas won mm-hmm. won there and uh my dad told me to watch the masters uh that day and uh ever since that day that's been my favorite tournament by far very good what about um your preferred golf company so in terms of whether it's apparel or whether it's golf clubs is there a a company that you tend to lean towards um uh, I guess apparel wise, um, and man, I might, might have to say one of my companies that I, that I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. Go away. Uh, I, I, I like Yada golf a lot. Um, they're, they're a smaller company out of Utah and, uh, really nice people, uh, nice to work with. And, um, and, and they're, they're, uh, they can make good, good polos. What about golf clubs, equipment? Uh, ta- I go tailor-made. Same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. What about what about your favorite golf ball? Uh, Taylor made TP five. Really? Oh, yeah. Pro V guy. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Pro Vs, but you know what? Uh, the the free ones are the best ones. So <laughs> <laughs> I seem to get TP fives more often. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Now let's let's talk a little bit about apparel on the golf course. This is a question I ask to a lot of people that golf, whether it's on the podcast or in person. You think joggers should be allowed to be worn? You know, I was hoping this was going to come up because I heard you ask Ken this uh, question yeah. last week. And uh, I, I I felt a little attacked when uh, that <laughs> question came up because I do wear joggers. You're a jogger. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad this came up. Yeah, I I um I, I did a little thing for like Roback and, and I would get uh, joggers from uh, the company Roback. Yeah. And uh, I wear these joggers. Uh, to school, to out on the golf course. I, I wear them everywhere. I I don't necessarily wear them if I'm going to wear a short sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. I'll wear I'll wear something else if I'm wearing yeah. short sleeve uh, because uh, they just don't look as good. But yeah, I, I I don't mind the jogger thing. I'm not I'm not going to hate the jogger thing. 
Yeah, that it's each their own. It's just really funny. Some of the trends in golf. I mean, when I was a kid, shoot, if you weren't wearing a collared shirt in some settings, you were told that you either go buy one from the pro shop or you don't play. Yeah. And now you've you've got the the shirts that don't even have a collar. You've got hooded sweatshirts that are acceptable. I'm I'm fine with all of that stuff. It's just crazy how much it's changed in a very short. Yeah, it, it it has changed. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What about uh? You're the worst rule in golf. What would you say is that one rule in golf that you're like, gosh, this is such a stupid rule? Yeah, I mean, the divot rule in the middle of a fairway, you hit the ball down the middle of a fairway, you're in a divot. Um, I think you should be able to move that ball. Uh, you're being penalized basically just for hitting a good ball and someone not mm -hmm. doing their job. Um, I don't like that rule. Um, I, I did a thing the other day, a video just the other day, and uh, I and where the, the pitch mark, would have been on the fringe and the ball ends up on the green uh, right in front of that pitch mark. And apparently you cannot fix that pitch mark right behind your ball because it's not on the green. And so you'd have to play the, the putt somehow, despite that pitch mark being right there, but it's not on the green. And I was like, wow, that's a stupid rule too. <laughs> I think that uh, in most municipal courses or even some country clubs, they would be, really smart to eliminate all white stakes on the golf course, make uh, everything like a that. hazard, make everything a hazard. So if you hit it there, you can drop from where it entered the hazard. You'll speed up play a heck of a lot. You'll make the game more enjoyable. That's what I would say, but that's not my, that's just my own rule. Well, that I'm trying to create that. And I like that. I like that angle. Cause I'm a big, uh, I'd agree with that one, but how about uh, in course out of bounds like that? That's a stupid thing. When I see that, like, okay. if you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you want to try to cut an angle real hard and so they have the white stakes right down the middle of a fairway. So you yeah. can't like not middle of fairway, but in the rough, I, know what you mean. I, yeah. I don't like that. That's a stupid local rule, I guess. That's not really a rule, but don't like it. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. What's your favorite golf movie? Uh, Caddyshack. Man, if someone's gonna say Tin Cup one of these days. Although it's Caddyshack yeah. for me, but I, I know Tin Cup's got a. I, I I know you you got the uh, Tin Cup uh, intro, so um, <laughs> I, I, I like <laughs> I like Tin Cup, but uh, Caddyshack just uh, if it's on, I'm gonna watch it. Absolutely. Uh, what's your take on? And this is this is again, everyone's different. What about music on the golf course? You okay with it? Not okay with it? What's your take? Yeah, it depends on the setting. Uh, it depends on like where you're playing at. Um, it depends on who you're playing with too and like how serious of a match it is. But typically, normally I'm okay with it. Um, but I, I don't like, um, I don't like to play it like a, if you're at a country club or something, I'm not going to take out music there. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, any superstitions on the golf course that you always tend to do no matter what? Um, if something starts going right for me, like if I'm doing something good, uh, then I'm going to keep on doing it. Um, you know, like, uh, if, if, if I got a ball marked a certain way, um, I'm going to, I'm going to mark that ball the rest of the way like that. I don't normally like have one mark that I have. Uh, but if I'm using a ball that day, like I, I have been so mad at myself sometimes where I'll go to like, I'm going to use this pinnacle that's in my back because I'm hitting the ball so bad. And then I birdie a hole with that pinnacle. And I'm like, all right, I'm sticking with this pinnacle the rest of the way. <laughs> Very <laughs> so good. I guess that's a, that's a little superstitious, I guess. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes I take it to the next level. Like, for instance, my 
where I put things in my pocket's got to be the same every single time. You know, the, the tees have to be in the correct pocket. The, the glove goes here. I'm, I'm a little bit more, uh, I guess you would say specific with this type of thing. Uh, yeah. Even I'm when I tee the ball up, even when I tee the ball up, the ball's got, I got to see the logo has got to be facing me. I'm, I'm Oh, weird. wow. Oh yeah. 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 That's tough. <laughs> I, I can't let you go without the fact that the, one of the reasons why your feed actually caught my attention was you were doing a video of basically like predictions with you and your friends, probably maybe even some family of, Hey, what do you think you're going to shoot today? And all of a sudden they started rattling off these numbers, but they were following it up with famous Pittsburgh Steelers. So someone would say, uh, I think I'm going to shoot an 82 Antoine Randall. And I was like, wait a second, they're talking about Steelers. And so I started paying attention turns out you're a big Steeler fan obviously I'm a big Steeler fan it just happened to be that last week's two-man scramble interview with Ken Keller he was a Steeler fan this is not intentional people that are listening but what's your take on the black and gold this year uh six and three I mean they're six and three just be happy you know uh (laughs) I, I I feel like everybody just analyzes the team like to a certain degree that makes it not fun anymore and I I just can't imagine that happening back in the day like back in the 70s or something if they were six and three i mean you just celebrate they're six and three uh they're winning games they they might not be pretty but uh they're still six and three they got a chance to be seven and three and uh just you know no matter how somebody plays if they win the game uh i think we should celebrate absolutely absolutely hey i I love the support them no matter what mentality I, i definitely fall into that boat as well Kane, I do appreciate your time. Why don't you tell everyone out there um, where they can find you on on your social media channels? Because I didn't even mention that earlier. Yeah, uh, both Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I'm at uh, talk t o c underscore golf. Um, both both those pages. I'm also uh, I got a couple of things going on. I don't know if I can plug. Can I plug sure, some yeah. stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, later on this month, we're coming out. I'm coming out with a. I partnered with a guy. And we're going to come out with a range finder and uh, yeah, the brand, the brand's going to be called rough dude. Uh, that's R U F F D O O D. And um, it's kind of a play on both the rough and mm-hmm. uh, my dog as well, which is a doodle, <laughs> a golden doodle. So uh, he's kind of a rough dude. So um, uh, we got a range. I got that range finder coming up. And also uh, golf link is another place where you can follow me too. Uh, it's a new social media site where uh, people get together, and uh, my username on there is just Kane K A N E. Okay, that's fantastic. I look forward to seeing that rangefinder. It'll be a pretty cool thing to see uh, from someone on the on the podcast for sure. So, Kane, thank you very much for taking the time. I do appreciate it. Have a great rest of your golf season, the fall, whatever time we have left, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. All right, thank you so much, Jeff. No problem. Take it easy.